I wonder if it was has been part of it one stage, our next guest, you know how they get like, here, have creatine, here, have this. Now we're reading these. I wonder if lemongrass was ever thrown. Creatine was huge. That was where they Mid for to while. late 90s, just Rawr. as rugby went professional. Yeah. So I actually think Justin Marshall at some point, if he wasn't pounding down the creatine, would have been reading about it. Yeah. Am I right, Justin? <laughs> You're bang on. Absolutely bang on. Yeah, the creatine was the, the next best thing. And, when, and especially it came around about the time that the game turned professional where everybody was like, well, we're professional now. We need to sort of supplement to increase our performance. So yeah, it was massive around the time that um, the game turned pro. I actually think it's a good thing too, you know, when you're saying turn, turn professional. I remember seeing Ian Jones as a young fellow and he was at the AMP show in Gizzy mm. uh, and he just looked like a tall man. Whereas nowadays you see uh, the rugby players, they look like, Rugby players, like big, yeah, massive, eh? ginormous. They look like proper athletes, like superheroes. Yep, yep, yep. But um, I guess the the way that the games evolved, though, you know, back back when we first started, around the time when Carmo was playing, and and really the game, he probably only had a few years of professionalism. It was about learning how the game was going to grow and how players were going to get bigger and stronger and faster, and how much gym work was you know, enough and that sort of thing. And it just took a bit of sizzling out. So, hey, don't worry, mate. There's always still a few players around around that time as well. We, we were wondering, I think uh, Kent might have, was it, he was asking me the other day, Kent, like, is there any, who are the midfielders in New Zealand that are under 100 kilos now? Like, maybe Crotty and maybe Tay Walden? Yeah, yeah, there's not many, is there? They, uh, you know, they're big and solid nowadays and, you sort of do have to scratch your head a little bit. Maybe someone like Richard Buckman, but like guys like that, you tend to find even if they are a, a under 100 kg, like I, like Christian Cullen, for example, um, he he was never really much more than sort of 80 odd kgs um, mid 80s for us with the All Blacks, but yet he could bench press. I think which really used to annoy Case News more than him, which was around <laughs> at least double of his body weight, around 150, 160 kgs, which is incredible. So those types of guys, even though they look slighter, yeah. and this is, this is it, it, the same for the norm, uh, for the modern game, they're just unnaturally strong, so they make up for it in other areas. Yeah, I, I th- and, and and they kind of have to be right, or, or we wouldn't be seeing them on our TV <laughs> running around doing it. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Hey, so Chiefs Highlanders interest me, because um, it seems to be with, with picks that we've got there that people quite fancy the Chiefs in this one. I mean, I know the Highlanders lost to the Hurricanes last week, but I still feel like they've been a bit more of a form team than the Chiefs have. What's your thoughts? They've been a bit more consistent, I guess, and, um, you know, the, I guess, the, the one sort of cloud they've got hanging over them is their consistency was all at Forsyth Bar Stadium where they play under the roof in their conditions and last week they ventured outside of that uh, fortress and and, uh, and you know got stopped straight away and, and beaten by a good hurricane side so it's just a matter of whether or not they're able to now you know adapt and adjust and, and it's probably you know a bit more niggly as a uh, more of a must win game than what last week was for the Highlanders um I guess the one thing that people are probably thinking about the Chiefs, though, is regardless of the fact that they've got lots of injury problems and, you know, they've probably not been in the rhythm that they could be, they're just a tenacious side, side that stick in there, hang in there, and they have a real, real culture and will to win, and that's always more difficult to um, upset them at Hamilton. So that's a factor as well, I guess. Yeah, they're, they're gritty as, man. Teams have been yeah. worn down uh, against them uh, so far. Mm. Uh, and then we've got the Rebels, who are actually leading the table overall, up against the Hurricanes. And I kind of feel like a, 
If you're the Rebels, surely this week you're sitting around and going, okay, well, this is to find out if we're for real this year. Do you think they're for real this year? Yeah, look, I certainly do think they are. They look the very uh, best balanced team out of all the Australians, and, and, and rightly so. They've, they've recruited well. Uh, they've got some feet, uh, a little bit of feedback from the force demise and got some players from there. And the likes of Will Guinea who's probably playing the best rugby of, of his career. Uh, you know, they make a real difference. It's, this is a big game for them because they... You know, they're at home and they're up against this, you know, first time a New Zealand team has played an Australian team in this competition. And we're all waiting, are we? Because at the moment, I think it's from last year, so there's been no games this year, a carry-on effect of 20... I think it was 23-0 and 0 Australian teams last mm. year against, um, you know, the, the New Zealand outfits. So how much have they improved the Australian teams this year against New Zealand opposition? Well, the Rebels will soon tell us very quickly because the Hurricanes... Uh, one of the best New Zealand teams. Justin Marshall with us on Radio Sport 814. Uh, Marshy, the Blues at home to the Sharks. I made the proclamation the Blues should win at home and then thought maybe should I backtrack on that? <laughs> should I be so confident? Yeah, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Um, look, I, I I guess when you think that the Sharks have had to travel the, and, and the problem for the Blues is they've had a week off with a bye and some kind, sometimes you can be a bit lethargic, but Last year, I think they got convincingly beaten when they were expected to win. Um, they would have done a bit of review work. Uh, on paper, they're, again, a very good side. It's just whether or not they piece it together, lads, isn't it? It's like you look at them and think, man, they should win. They are a good side. The Sharks will be tough, but on paper, they should be able to combat that and put them away. So mentally, can they get there? That's their challenge. If they can, they can beat anyone. Mm. Hey, uh, now, uh, just a, a quick thing here. Obviously, Sunday morning, there's uh, Joseph Parker up against Anthony Joshua. In all your rugby days, who was the rugby teammate of yours that when there was a big boxing fight turned up, kind of just became the boxing purist and loved to talk through everyone of how it was going to go? <laughs> Not Andrew Mins. <laughs> you couldn't get, get him further from the ring if you see the day. Um, look, I guess back in the, in the day when we were around, it was sort of around the time that Mike Tyson was sort of coming more to his end, but he was, you know, a great heavyweight, and Lennox Lewis, and that was there. But in, in general, it was the forwards. Like, the backs really didn't have a great deal of interest in it. We used to do a lot of work um, at pre-season in particular, boxing training, and uh, we always used to thought we were heavyweights in the backs. But it was the forwards, the likes of the Blackadders and Richard Lowe's and guys like that, that tended to think that they knew more about boxing anyway. All right, Justin, our final game to look at, uh, Lions at home to the Crusaders. Honestly, is this a heavyweight fight or light middleweight? Um, it, it's a heavyweight fight. The Lions have been disappointing this year. Like they're, they're still a very good side, but they've not probably fulfilled the expectation levels of what they achieved last year. The Crusaders have had to travel, but you know they're, they're starting to show some, some form of consistency, getting... Uh, Players back will help, um, but it's a difficult task. It always is at Alice Park, and I guess the, the remnants of the final will be echoing around that stadium of what the Crusaders did to them last year. So a little bit of revenge would be on the minds of the Lions, but I just think the Crusaders are too well coached, too clever. Uh, they'll absorb, um, and they'll counter-punch, and when they counter-punch, I think they'll be too good for the Lions, but it'll be a tough old heavyweight fight, that one. It'll be, it'll be tight. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> What's that sound? Ladies and gentlemen, last week we lost Sean Morrissey. Sean did one which I think is a sensible pick. I mean, oh, the Lions, they'll beat the, they'll beat the Jaguars.
So mm. I went out the week before you were on the, the Hawaris to beat the, the So that's two of us in a row. That you can't back the Hawaris. Yeah, Marshy survived through this week by choosing the Crusaders to beat the Bulls. So did Jeff Atkinson. Uh, Liam Napier and Cam McMillan, both of the Herald, they went with the Stormers to beat the Reds. We have some remarkable consistency from the picks from Jeff Atkinson, who's still alive, one of our listeners, Liam Napier from the Herald, and also Cameron McMillan uh, of the Herald's online. So, Justin Marshall, who do you pick this week as your pick for Survivor? I've found it very tough this week, gentlemen, uh, and I don't know why I'm doing this. This is a Hagwari-type pick, but I'm going to go for the Blues. You're going blues to beat the Sharks. Mm. Wow. Well, I'll tell you what. When I said there was remarkable consistency, that's because now all four of you are either going to go through this week or go out this week. (laughs) Or go out. Because you've all gone with the blues versus the Sharks there as well. And I like the way you've all gone with that same sort of, I guess, the blues. (laughs) It's not been the forward of, has it? No. Hey, thanks, man. Thank you very much for your time. Cheers, lad.